You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. How are you doing? Hope you've been enjoying uh, the vitamin D and all the sunshine because, oh man, you can really tell with people's moods. Hey, there's no power, but it's hard to be unhappy when the sun is shining and, oh yeah, the sunsets have been on fire. Um, like Alicia Keys, you know. I know, it's too early. But let me tell you about the weather. <laughs> Zero centimeters, of course, in the past 12 hours. In fact, nothing in the past seven days. I think really we've had, what, seven centimeters in the past three weeks? Oh, boy. Leaves us with a base of 2.17 meters on Whistler, along with 1.53 on Blackcomb at the Catskinner weather plot. And today we're going to have some sun and clouds, but as anticipated, that, uh, high, uh, that high pressure is going to move out and make way for a little trough coming in from Alaska, which brings us some precip and some cold temperatures this week. Probably not, uh, well, definitely not as much precip as we'd like. We'd all be hoping for endless power, but yeah, looking for initially a forecast of 20 centimeters over starting from tomorrow afternoon through Sunday, but looking at maybe less than that now as well. So, hmm. I know, not the reset that we're looking for, but it's something. It's precip. Just look out for all that debris in uh, in alpine areas that's, you know, from cornice drops and stuff like that. It will not be covered, so don't get complacent. There will be some major hazards still in the alpine. But today we're going to have a high freezing level. In fact, we already have temperatures well above freezing again around Harmony. It's 1.7 degrees above freezing, along with, yeah, Crystal Roundhouse there they're all at least 2.3 degrees above zero and three degrees at Pig Alley right now. But in the valley, super cold. Yeah, as minus 7.9, uh, much colder than initially. Well, it was, I guess, forecast for minus 7 to be the... Uh uh, the low, but yeah, minus 7.9 in the valley. Looking for that again into dawn tomorrow, which is now coming at 7.51 in the morning and almost 5 p.m., just shy, in fact, of 5 p.m. for sunset at two minutes two. But weather-wise, yeah, uh, looking for that precip, like I said, to really kick off tomorrow, but looking for clearer weather into Monday and Tuesday next week without precipitation and much colder temperatures than we've been used to. Yeah, freezing level well below valley bottom and uh, uh, yeah, with a wind chill of potentially sort of, yeah, minus, uh, minus 15. Oh, yeah, much colder than we've been experiencing. So buckle up. Get ready for that, buttercups, on Sunday. Uh, well, really, Tuesday and Wednesday, and Wednesday in particular. But what else to let you know? Let me tell you what runs of the day are done. Oh, yeah. Well, looking for just an alpine high of one degree today. Same sort of uh, expect inverted temperatures and similar skiing conditions than we've had the past few days, along with, of course, unlimited visibility. But we've got much, uh, yeah, much stronger winds today, moderate winds, which were initially forecast from Blackcomb Patrol to come in at 50 to 70 k's an hour. And that's exactly what they're doing from the south-southwest uh, in the alpine around the peaks of Whistler and Blackcomb. And then even a across, uh, you know, uh, 1,800 meters around that elevation, about 30 to 40 k's an hour too. So pretty moderate uh, to feel warm at that breeze in certain areas uh, today. But that, like I said, would do for a change. But 
Unlimited visibility. We've got 44 runs groomed on Whistler today with Adagio and a symphony being run of the day there, along with Trapline and Springboard being runs of the day on Black Home. Springboard, actually. Man, we flew on that yesterday, didn't we, team? Yeah, gosh, that was fun. Uh, yeah, really fun day. Uh, social skiing right now is absolutely prime. Uh, we can see that, you know, lots of uh, getting together on chairlifts and enjoying some spring skiing, what with, yeah, being robbed of spring skiing the past two years. Hey, don't worry, second winter is coming. Hi, how's me northern accent? <clears throat> uh, looking for some exciting runs at the, out of the regular grooming today. Not seeing it. Tomorrow being Saturday, maybe we'll see Lower Francis get groomed again. That's been groomed on Saturday. Still no Lower Peter Creek, but saw uh, some friends getting after it uh, touring yesterday. And the avalanche advisory is low across all elevations. But of course, Avalanche uh, Canada reminding us to not get complacent, still have safe travel practices. And uh, yeah, this stable weather pattern has allowed danger ratings to fall, but continue to practice and verify conditions as you travel. Uh, isolated wind slams might still be found at higher elevations too, and head to sheltered terrain at higher elevations, of course, for the best snow. That makes, of course, total sense. Yeah, um, but maybe you're heading out there and enjoying some sunsets on your way back in from the backcountry or slack country. Man, they have been on fire. Like I said, sunset tonight at uh, two minutes to five, but for the weekend weather, looking for a high in the valley today of oh, about four degrees, mainly sunny, along with a clear night. But tomorrow we'll see some cloudy skies and some snow, hopefully in the valley, but looking for mild temperatures in the valley. Yeah, above freezing at a high of potentially three degrees. So it'll be wet snow in the valley, but milder temperatures overnight. Saturday night, just a low of minus one. And then Sunday, a high of one degree with some snow sort of easing during the day into flurries or rain showers by night, which will be minus three into a high of one degree on Monday and just a chance of flurries and a mostly cloudy day with some sunshine. Yeah. Uh, here's a record breaker for you. In 1980 in Whistler, the lowest temperature recorded on January 28th was uh, on this day in 1980, minus 23.4. Yeah, not the lowest temperature ever. I just mean the coldest temperature on January 28th, minus 23.4. What does that mean for our sea to sky road conditions? It means like uh, we've got clear roads and they're, they're great to drive. Does mean to not be complacent in certain areas in side streets, what with the melt and freeze cycle we're seeing in the valley for potential uh, melting of snowbanks and then a refreeze and some black ice areas, especially when you're walking. So do be careful there. And there's going to be some maintenance uh, just north of Lions Bay if you're heading southbound or northbound in fact it's in both directions with a shoulder closure today up until about 6 30 so look for crews if you're on the sea to sky it's just north of lions bay between uh, brunswick beach road and port porto cove road as well yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, road conditions, though, I'm sure I learned of this yesterday about the terrible crash that happened on the highway. Luckily, no fatalities from that road closure and the crash, but images of a car on fire and, in fact, an account of a Cedar uh, Sky resident, Paul Ryan, just 25, coming to the rescue with a sledgehammer, yeah, returning from a construction job. This article's all in the peak, but I had no idea that he actually broke the window and pulled 
pulled the man who might have been unconscious out of the vehicle that was on fire, but what with other people struggling to open the doors as well. Yeah, saved his life. Uh, really amazing that, uh, yeah, of course he didn't want to uh, leave that person in there. You can see his account on The Peak, in The Peak. I picked up a copy yesterday, enjoyed reading a few of the articles, still more to read, including one about local athlete Darcy Sharp and his, uh, you know, road to the Beijing Olympics in February 4th. It's just around the corner, guys, a week away. But also an article from The Peak that was really upsetting about the BC government, and not just The Peak, you can see this in uh, other news media as well, but the BC government extending its wolf call despite so much opposition. There's been a two-year referral of the uh, that ban, but this uh, wolf reduction, the aerial wolf reduction program, sounds so fancy, but it impacts 12 of the province's 54 herds and, uh, yeah, has a lot of opposition. 60% of the government still going ahead with that for at least five years. They're opening up for five years. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. More on that online, of course. Yeah. Uh, More news from locally, uh, too. Uh, Events-wise, well, uh, Whistle Pride has been celebrated all week. Really cool to see. Well, how amazing. Did you see the disco ball helmet that was rocking on Black Chrome yesterday? Absolutely amazing uh, handmade disco ball helmet. Something else. Really, really cool. But Whistle Pride Parade is happening today, starting at Skiers Plaza uh, at about 3 p.m and after it's sort of at a lot of uh, you know um, people descending and joining the parade they're going to be heading through the village at about 3:20 everybody involved to the olympic plaza expect a lot of color and celebration it's going to be a wonderful uh, pride parade to see especially after uh, a tough couple of years uh, covid really impacting the celebrations of this renowned festival and that is yeah between 3 and 4 p.m. the pr- uh, pride parade remember the Whistle Museum has their exhibit happening as well, and they are open today, just closed on Wednesdays. Uh, I'll re-mention that the SLCC is closed for building upgrades starting on uh, January 31st, right through until the 14th. But you can do a lot of things from home as well. Uh, just head on over to the SLCC's website. Along with, as well, uh, a notification here from the municipality about their 2022 Community Enrichment Program and that's the CEP. The application period is now open, and this provides funding to local non-for-profit organizations or societies that contribute to the general interest and advantage of the Muni and operate in either environment, community, social service categories, or recreation, sport, or arts and culture. And you can get more information about that online on the municipality's website, and applications are accepted until February 15th. But... An advisory from the municipality as well as somebody online just 16 hours ago saying the bus driver announced that they're going on strike on Saturday. Well, we've been following this for a couple of weeks and today is the final day. That's right, midnight is the last day for uh, for an agreement to be reached. And if it doesn't, then job action will commence tomorrow. So look for potential disruption tomorrow if the uh, um, if the uh, BC Transit and Whistler Transit and Unifor Local 114 don't come to an agreement. So look for that potentially affecting our transit service tomorrow if a strike commences and, a, and an agreement isn't met. Yeah, I know. 
Woof. Could affect a lot of us. So, uh, what else to let you know about events-wise over the weekend? Hopefully, you've got your fingers on the pulse on some live music. Yeah, you know, the usual culprits. Always so great to see, such as the Hair Farmers, Ruckus Deluxe. Cat Madden, in fact, was at the uh, fire at the Fairmont Mallard Lounge yesterday. There are lots of opportunities to see live music over the weekend. So, uh, I hope you hope you do get to see some local musicians throw down. Red Chair, of course, will be at Tapley's tonight. Yeah, um, and I wonder uh, if if you've been to the ice cave yet. Some people haven't, some people have, including one person online saying that they got dragged two-thirds of the way up, and we see it every year, you know. That's a lot of commitment, and you know what? <laughs> T-bars ain't easy for, for beginners or even intermediates at that, you know, who don't ride them a lot, especially if you're a snowboarder. It can be super tricky, but admire the commitment, and you made it there. It's uh, always such a spectacle to witness the foot of Black Home Glacier and trust me you see it every year right and just how much it recedes probably 20 meters a year right from global warming climate change it's just uh something else yeah to be to witness and see that huge well decreasing uh, cavern every year but the huge entrance there and just how much ice has been there since like before mammoths rode the planet roamed the planet like unbelievable but anyway also happening online is a show as the sunsets thread which everybody is loving man there are some good contenders and some good throwbacks to some fiery red hot sunsets this week they have been wonderful enjoy it again tonight what with some uh, a cloud expected to really show some color again too before a cloudy weekend yeah Great news from local Whistlerite who's contributed and collaborated with the Be Vocal about a local campaign. And that's Amy Mack from Amy Mack Gorman, in fact, from Picnic Whistler, who's thrilled to announce they're going to be opening their store, first store in Whistler Village come May 2022. Congratulations, Amy. That is such wonderful news. Yeah. And uh, yeah, for your cheesy dream, really, really something else. So keep up the amazing work and uh, speak of Be Vocal About a Local. I've got some awesome prizing from Coastman and Brewing and Stinkies on the Stroll to give to an individual who I'm going to hunt down this weekend. And uh, look out for that on socials and on the podcast on Monday. Yeah. Including some birthday shout outs for today. Look at that. Level four instructor Finn Target's birthday is today, along with Ethan Bagley's birthday as well. Happy birthday, bud. Hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, old assistant manager of Tapley's too. Peter Lawrence's birthday is today. He's no longer in town, but wishing him a birthday, along with uh, Garfield Gibson, aka a very good barista, no longer in town as well. But over the weekend, we've got Steph Sharon's birthday in tomorrow. Happy birthday, Steph. Allison Jenkins is birthday too. Happy birthday, Ali. I hope Joel spoils you and you have a great day. Cam Hyde from Red Chair's birthday is on Sunday as well, along with uh, Joel Patterson's. Yeah, lots of birthdays coming up and a few more to announce on Monday. So happy birthday to you all. You share your birthday with, well, it would have been, well, for today anyway, would have been Jackson Pollock's birthday. Yeah, true fact. Uh, Elijah Wood's birthday is today too. It's also the same day that Henry VIII died in 1547. And more throwback facts here from you from Stinkies on the Stroll. Uh, I know a lot of you are going to be watching some football there this weekend, if not last night. But here's some throwback facts. Did you know that uh, London's Paul Pal Mall? Pall Mall, I should say. I always could never, always struggle with that in Monopoly, but it was the first street to be lit by gaslight, and that was on this day in 1807. 
Uh-huh. Cool, hey? A few years later, in 1813, Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice was actually published. Mm-hmm, 1813. And more for you here. Well, uh, yeah, uh, what with the Australian Open going down over the weekend. It was on this day that Serena Williams beat her older sister in two sets. Uh, that's Venus Williams, of course, in 2017 for her seventh Australian title, but her 23rd Grand Slam event singles victory. Gosh. Serena Williams always blows my mind how much she's accomplished. But here's a fact for you, too, that today in 1935, Iceland became the first, well, Western, I guess, uh, is is what dubs uh, the fact here, country to legalize abortion. Mm. This day in 1935. Yeah, women's rights. Go, go. Uh, news for you here from uh, for about birthdays, too. It's Nick Carter's birthday from the Backstreet Boys, but it's actually Sarah McLaughlin's birthday. She was born on this day in 68. Used to live here in Whistler famously, but uh, sold her place up in oh, Stonebridge. But yeah, it's her birthday today. Uh, more facts for you, though. Fleetwood Mac, uh, their album, their 11th studio album, Rumours, went to number one on this day. But Van Halen released their first single in 1978 on this day, which was their cover of uh, You Really Got Me by The Kinks. But apparently Dave Davies from The Kinks actually disliked their rendition because someone came over to him after a live show once and said, uh, oh, great cover of that Van Halen song. <laughs> Wouldn't you be cheesed? But yeah, uh, that was released on this day, along with, uh, if you're a fan of Motley Crue and you've read The Dirt, Tommy Lee found out on this day in 1984, uh, this was after this being backstage at a show in Buffalo, that his girlfriend opposed for the current issue of Penthouse and a fan commented on the pictures and uh, uh, yeah, he uh, was not impressed and knocked him out with a single punch. Yeah, it was this day in 1984. Wow. Along with uh, TLC, they were number one with their track Creep in 1995. All right. Well, let's give you a track of the day and a joke to uh, for your day. Some really good jokes actually on the hill yesterday on the lifty boards I've been enjoying recently. But here's a Trevor Corbett original for you. Oh, yeah. What, do, what did the set of Lion King like to eat for breakfast? Hakuna Frittata. Oh, come on. It's pretty good. Today's track of the day that I'm really digging right now is not electronic. I know I've had a bunch of electronic tracks, but it's actually a new one from Aussie band Sticky Fingers, a much slower number, but called Crooked Eyes. The Sticky Fingers looking to release more new material. It's their latest single. And uh, yeah. Maybe you'll dig it. Maybe not. 7.14 is the time. Time to get this uploaded for your weekend. Happy Friday. Hope you have a wonderful day. And, uh, well, yeah, let's pray to Ulla that we get more than the centimeters forecast. But, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'll chat to you soon. The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.